Harkavi. Rav Shlomo Harkavi was the Majgiach of, uh, one second, let me check that already. He, he was the Majgiach in Grodno, right? He was the Majgiach in Grodno in the yeshiva in, uh, and he died in the war. So uh, he, he presents a very, very interesting idea of, uh, of Matan Torah, why it's called Matan Torah. So he quotes the Gemara here. It's, it's the Gemara on Peiches Amid Beis in Maseches Shabbos. The Gemara says like this, Amar Avishu ben Levi, when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Har Sinai, told Hashem, what is a human being doing up here in Shemayim? He's coming to, to take the, to receive the Torah. So the Malachim told Kodesh Baruch Hu, to know how to Shemayim, your glory should be in Shemayim. Why are you why are you giving it? Why are you giving over this precious gift of the Torah to man? And so Hashem told Moshe. He's just paraphrasing it. Hashem told Moshe to answer back the Malachim. And what was Moshe's response to the Malachim? And he told them, Yitzhara Yesh Beinechem. Do you have a Yitzhara? Do you need do you need the Torah? Do you have do you have Shabbos? Do you have parents? All, all the things that the Torah discusses over here, do you have any of that? Did you go to Mitzrayim? So we deserve the Torah. Immediately the Malachim accepted the claim. like it says, Hashem Madir Shimcha, your name is all over. It doesn't say in the Pesach that you should give your honor in Shemaim, but rather in, the, in this world. Hashem's honor should be so the Torah belongs in this world, not in Shemayim. So that's the Gemara in Shabbos. So listen to his question here. It says, Hamizbonein, if someone thinks a little bit, Yisma, a person would be astounded. Makol havikuach what is this whole discussion between Moshe and the Malachim and the, and the debate? Yitei Malachim al Yisrael, why doesn't Hashem just give the Torah to both? Give the Torah to the Malachim and give the Torah to the Jewish people. Yilmadu kulamat Torah. Let them all learn Torah. Hello, Aruchim Eretz Mida. Torah's depth is infinite. There's a Torah that relates to man, and there's a Torah that relates to the Malachim. What's the whole discussion over here? Mikol Shekain Lefiha Mavuar Maharal, specifically, says what's brought down in the Maharal, Shatainas Hamalachim. What was the claim of the Malachim? He says specifically, the Malachim were asking Hashem, we want the inner meanings of the Torah, all the depths of the Torah. So according to the Maharal, that the argument that the Malachim had is that we should have the depths of the Torah and give the, the superficial understanding of the Torah to, to man. So then what's the problem altogether? There's room in the Torah for everybody. Let each one delve into the Torah according to his capabilities. Like it's brought down in the drushes of the Ran. This isn't the idea of giving over the Torah to the, to the Jewish people. It's the Torah was to teach us a derech in life. To learn out of it, what is this idea of Matan Torah? He 
Mesiras HaTorah. Again, Matan Torah is the Matana, the present. The, what's happening here? Hashem is giving over the Torah. Who is who is who has mastery over the Torah? That is the discussion over here. Kavyachal Mosra Kinyan. Hashem is giving over to the Jewish people the 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 the, 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 bylus, the ownership of the Torah is being given over to the Jews. To the extent that Torah is no longer in Shemayim, it's we who are the owners of Torah. And if the Bezdin will judge according to the rules of that the Torah gives us, according to these rules, Shinimsa that was taught to Moshe Besinai, Hapsagdin Kocha. This is the Psagdin. Even if in heaven they won't agree with it. This is something that is absolutely astounding. This is what uh, we'll quote, he's going to quote some very famous Gemaras here, but this is the idea. The what was happening by Matan Torah is who are who has ownership over Torah? Is Torah in Shemayim or is Torah owned by the Jewish people? The Jewish people now became the owners of Torah. With the famous um, Gemara over here, which I'll read with you just to review for all of us, because I'm sure you're all familiar with it. Tanusha Achnoi. You have the, the famous Gemara in Bab Metziah that there was an, uh, an oven that was broken into pieces. And the question is, is it Tameh or is it Tohor? So uh, Rabbi Eliezer was arguing with the Chachamim. And Rabbi Eliezer said, Heshev Rabbi Eliezer kol tshuvosav shebaolam. Rabbi Eliezer was giving them all the reasons of why he held what he said. But Lokir, they did not accept. Amalesa, he finally said, "Im halacha kamosi, if the halacha is like me, charuv ze yochiach." Let this carob tree prove it. So nekara charuv mimkomo meya ama. The carob tree picked itself up and was moved a hundred amas away. They said to him, "Amei reim raimin acharuv, you can't prove anything by charuv. We don't. We're not interested in that proof." Amalehem, so he told them again, "Im halacha kamosi, if the law is like me." Let the stream prove me. So the water started backing up. So they told him, you can't prove anything from a river. If the hogel is like me, let the walls of this base of Medrash prove me. So he took coastly base of Medrash, but the walls started collapsing. screamed back at the walls. Then he continued, Rabbi Eliezer says, if the halacha is like the mina shemaim yochich, let heaven prove me. Let heaven speak on my behalf. Yotza baskol, a voice came out of heaven, and it said, malachem etzel Rabbi Eliezer. How, how do you have any possibility to argue with Rabbi Eliezer? You know, Rabbi Eliezer is the greatest. How can you argue with him? Whatever Rabbi Eliezer says, that's the halacha. Amar Rabbi Yeshua al-Ragla, Rabbi Yeshua stood on his feet. The law of Torah is no longer in Shemayim. It says, It says in the Torah that we follow the majority. This is his quote, paraphrase from the Gemara. This is what he points out. How awesome it, this is to someone, we'll just think about this. The carob tree was picked up, the the river backed up, the walls of the base major started moving, a voice came out of heaven, 
Every, everything screaming that uh, the halach is like Rebbe Lozer, Rebbe Yeshua stood strong in his, his position and he said it's no longer in Shemayim. Meaning what? Like he says, Ein habailus atal Torah Heaven is no longer the owner of, of Torah. Kfar nimser lebnei adam haposkim umachrim al pia kolalim shekiblu mehar Sinai achre rabim lahatos. The Torah says achre rabim lahatos that we follow the majority opinion, and that's been given over to man, and now that becomes Torah itself. We are the owners of Torah. And uh, what what's so important to understand is just as a, a slight digression, it says that we say that Torah kibul Moshe kibul Torah misinam umarasha. Liakov. Uh, it doesn't say it's a, um, a Yerusha, an inheritance. It says it's a Morasha. A Morasha is a heritage. And Rav, Rav um, uh, one second, Rav Gift is a Chalon of Racha. The, the Rosh Yeshiva in Tells Yeshiva said, what does that mean? It's a heritage. In other words, it's ours. We, we have no right to change Torah. We have the, 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 the privilege to pass it on. It's, a, it's something that we have as a heritage and we need to pass it on to our children and to all the generations. We don't tamper with it. We work with, according to the Torah rules and regulations, we have, we have ownership over it. That's the, that's the famous Gemara also between Rebbe Gamliel and uh, Rebbe Yoshua. <coughs> Rebbe Gamliel, who was the Nasi, declared Rosh, uh, Rosh Hashanah on a certain day. And Rebbe Yoshua again disagreed with, with Rebbe Gamliel. And he had a different day, and um, and he did. And Rebbe Gamliel told Rebbe Yoshua to come to him on the day that he, that Rebbe Gamliel said was was not Yom Kippur, and he told Rebbe Yoshua to come to him carrying his his staff and to come to him on the day that he thinks is Yom Kippur. And the Rebbe Yoshua was very uh, disgruntled. He was very upset about it. And Rebbe Kiva told him. He said, "Listen." He said, we have a rule that when the Bezdin declares Rosh Chodesh, even if it's not the right day, but if the Bezdin declares it, the Torah was given over to them. They have the authority to declare Rosh Chodesh, and you have to follow their rules, whatever it may be. The Gemara goes so far, a very famous idea, has brought down that if uh, a person was, became 13 in the month of Adar, and then the Bezdin decided that they need to add an additional month and they make another Adar, that the child is no longer 13. He goes, he, he reverts back. He reverts back to his child. Those from 13, you become an adult. And if the Bezdin adds on another month, then that, that a child who was an adult now reverts back and becomes a child again, physically, physically. It affects the physical world. We are the, we have the Bailus over Torah. This is this is the idea over here. He gives just one more example over here. He says in the Gemara Bamatzi, also a very famous Gemara. There was a discussion in the in the yeshiva in Shemayim. It's a discussion about saras as to uh, which one comes first. Does the white skin have to come first, or does the white hair come first? So Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu gave his opinion. He said it's tar. And in Shemayim, they were saying, no, it's Tamei. If you can imagine such an idea. HaKadosh Baruch said one opinion, and the Yeshiva and Shemayim said a different. So they said, well, who's going to prove what's correct? So Gemara said, we're going to ask what Rabbi Bar Nachmeni says. Let's see what Rabbi, Rabbi, let's see what Rabbi holds. He'll decide what the Psak was. 
So the Gemara goes, right? And the Gemara goes to Rabbi Baranachmeni, and, and it was specifically while he was alive. Because then he is what? He is the owner of Torah. He's, he's the owner of Torah. Therefore, when he said it's Torah, it's Torah. Right? He said that as he was dying. As he was dying, he said, Tor. The Gemara says, nefesh. Why? Before, he, before his soul departed, while he was still in this world, he declared it's Tor. So he was still the owner of Torah. So we see over, even if a Kaddish Baruch Hu is having a discussion in Shemayim, what's the din? So they said that what? It's, um, we follow what Rabbi Bar Nachmeni says. This, this is what's happening over here. And he continues, he says, Torah said it's not only to the great Talmud Chachamim who are the owners of Torah. It's been given over to all the Chachamim uh, of Torah, to everyone, to every single Jew. They are the ones who have the Torah on it. So Matanazu, this present of Matan Torah, this present that we're getting, Matan Torah, is Nitna Leklal Yisrael. This has been given to the Jewish people as a whole. And this is, this is something that we have to think about and appreciate how Hashem, this is the precious gift that the Kaddish Baruch has given us, that which controls all of creation, the Torah, which is, is the representation of Hashem. Hashem is found in the Torah. This is something that we have ownership over. This is what Hashem offered us by, uh, by Matan Torah. When he offered it to the entire world, he said, right, who, who's, who, who wants Torah? So all the nations of the world rejected it. And um, and we accepted it. Just one, again, one quick idea. So uh, when the nations of the world, he asked them, he said, well, they said, what, what does it say in it? So uh, one of the questions, one of it was uh, that you can't murder. This is, well, we, we can't accept that. So the question that's asked is, forget the Torah. It's already in the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Noach. A non-Jew doesn't, isn't allowed to do it anyway. So he said, what do you mean? that they said, we don't want it. You're forced in it, whether it's one of the Shev Mitzvah B'nai Noach. It's not a question of Torah. So an understanding is, is that what? They said, we're talking about murder from a Jewish perspective, from a Torah perspective. What is a Torah perspective? A Torah perspective is that if you embarrass somebody, that is tantamount to murder. Right? We say if you embarrass someone, you cause them to turn red and then white. Uh, that's, it's in Shemaim, it's considered as if you murdered him. That's, that's the type of Torah that we were talking about over here. That even though it might not be actual murder, but uh, it, it's tantamount to it. So on that level, the, the non-Jewish world was not uh, ready to accept such a thing. And that's why just the one second, let me see how much time we have. Yeah, we have time, good. One other, just uh, a very fascinating idea also when, when it came to Kibbutz um, let's say. So the Gemara, Gemara comes up, the Gemara wants to know to what extent does uh, the one need to go out for Kibbutz Aim? So Gemara quotes the very famous story, which you're all familiar with again, that by Dama ben Nasina, that he was a non-Jew, and uh, they, the, the Chachamim were looking for the uh, one of the stones from the Kohen Godel's Hoshen was missing, and they needed the stone. And his father, and the, the Dama ben Nasina's father, uh, had the key to the to the chest. They were jewelers, obviously, whatever, and um, they were going to, the, the Chachamim wanted to buy the jewel from him, but since his father was sleeping, he didn't wake him up. So the Gemara says over here, you see what an enormous uh, loss this child 
went through, the family went through because not to, not to disturb the, the parent. So just as an aside again, the halacha is that if you know that the parent will want to be woken up, so then you're allowed to do it. But uh, be that as it may, Dhamma Ben didn't wake up and the Gemara says, look, look how uh, far going that is. Rabbi Shimon Schwab asked a, a very simple question. He said, it's a beautiful story, very beautiful story. But he said, why was it so crucial to, uh, to find a story involving non-Jews? Aren't there beautiful stories about how Jews go all out for Kibbut Abayim? The only story you could come up with was, was a story of a non-Jew. There's nothing in all of the Jewish literature that would show something about how Jews do it. So the answer he gives is like this, similar like we mentioned before. So the Gemara wanted to know how far does Kibbut Abayim go, meaning that the non-Jews also have a concept of respect for a parent. They also have such an idea. It's a universal concept. And they wanted, what the Chachamim were looking for is, how far does a, an understanding of respecting one's parents go in the, in the non-Jewish world? And at, from that point on, that's where we begin. From that point on, that's where we begin. There's anything that's understood in the non-Jewish world as logical and, and sensible, that's, that's, not, that's not our response. We have to go above and beyond that. And that's why they we're looking to see how far is this, does the sensible understanding of Kibar Avayim go, and above and beyond that, that's our responsibility. So this is that idea, same thing with the murder, like I mentioned to you before. This, this is the uh, opportunities that Torah gives us. It raises our level of, an, of a sensitivity and a perfection of, of, of our neshamas to be able to connect to Hashem on, on such a high level. So th- this, is what's, this is what's happening on, uh, on Shavuos. And now with, with another idea, the Gemara in Psachim brings down, there's a very famous machlokis, again, uh, how one should, how should one celebrate Yontif? Meaning, do we spend it all day from a spiritual perspective? Or can we spend it a whole day from a simchas yontif? Is it, you know, eating and drinking and, and enjoying simchas yontif? Is, so how, how is it to be uh, spent? So there are opinions that it can be kulo l'ashem, it can be all spent in learning. And from a spiritual perspective, that's the simcha you can enjoy yontif. You can have kulo l'achem, you can have all of it from, from uh, simchas yontif, from a, a a physical way, and then you can have a You can have it 50-50. Some of it with some of it from a ruchnius perspective, and some of it from a uh, physical perspective. So Gemara brings down in in, in uh, Psochim a very interesting idea. So it says that everyone agrees, everyone is masking that when it comes to Shavuos, Bo'inin chatzi nami lachem. That you need also lachem in it, meaning you need to, to have partake in it as well. So Rav Lelo Yolapian asks a question. He says, um, if one would think, if out of the three Chagim, Pesach, Sukkot, and Shavuos, if any, if any of the Chagim, one would think would be Kulo Lashem, in other words, Lashem means from the Ruchnius way, and Lachem means from your physical enjoyment, you would think that if any of them, Shavuos would be the candidate to be Kulo Lashem. And yet we're being told in the Gemara that what? That everyone is masculine. And even, even those who hold that Pesach and Sukkot can be Kulo Lashem, that you give it all over to Hashem and just learn the whole day and you don't partake in any food whatsoever. 
they're all masking that when it comes to shoes, you have to partake in food, right? And they didn't work for the cheesecake company. They didn't do that. So what is it? Why is it that when it comes to Shavuos, that they say, So Reveloi Lapin says like this. He says, people have somewhat of a misconception um, that they think that Torah and our involvement in this world are two different worlds. They're two different, uh, uh, what should I say, life experiences. In other words, when I'm in shul and when I'm learning, that's my ruchnius world. And then when I'm in the physical world, in the business world, etc., that's the physical world. They're, they're two different worlds. One, th- one is one thing and one is another. You, you don't intermingle them. And what, to- what Torah tells us is, or what we're supposed to learn from Torah is, there's no such thing as that separation. Torah is to permeate every single facet of my life. From, from beginning, from A to Z, from Aleph until Tuf, Torah permeates everything. One should never think that eating and physical pleasures is devoid of Torah. On the contrary, this is what we're, we're being taught over here. The Torah has to permeate everything. One can eat, and one is doing the greatest connecting to Hashem. Like they bring down um, that Kohanim. Kohanim, Ochlin ubailim mischaprim. While the Kohanim are eating the korban, the owner of that korban is getting a kapora. So we see that the eating of a korban is becoming a mitzvah. So we, we, have, an, we have to understand that it's not only the Kohan eating the korban, even if it's not eating Tuesday night supper, that's also a korban. It can be a korban if we look at it from a certain perspective and we, and we look at it that everything is being focused in on Hashem. If I look at it from that perspective, then every activity that I involve myself in is absolutely Torah, 100% unadulterated. And Torah, Torah is, in, is in every facet. And, uh, they, you know, they, they once quoted, I think, uh, Rav Palm. So Rav Palm wanted, wanted to give a shir in Choshen Mishpat, which deals with money issues. So they asked him, they, so they said, we have to deal with something relevant. You have to teach us relevant halacha. So uh, you see, that's obviously ludicrous. Of course, money is, is money dealings is also Torah. There's no such thing as something that's not relevant. Torah is relevant from every perspective in our daily routine. We just have to remind ourselves of that. And hopefully th- this is something that we can walk into Shavuos keeping in mind, that I have to realize that God gave us an enormous gift of Kabbalah, so Torah, meaning I am the master over Torah. God gave us the, the Torah that the Malachim pleaded for. He said, no, you, it's your now. You are the owners of this Torah. And, I t- and, you know, if someone gives you a gift and you put it in the closet, you're showing that they don't appreciate this gift. If, I, if a gift is given, it's like somebody once asked for Shlomo Zalmanovach, I think. So how often uh, should I go to the co-sell? So he said, listen, he said, if someone gives you a precious gift and you just leave it there, that shows you you, you, you don't appreciate the gift you got. So same thing over here. If we, Hashem is giving us the Torah, it's a gift that Hashem gave us and to only to the Jewish people or are masters over it. We have to try to bring that into as many facets of my life as I can integrate it into. And that, that should be a, a, a lifetime goal. This is where we're trying to do. Slowly but surely, I want to be able to look at the world through a Torah perspective because this is, this is my life. This is the gift that Hashem gave me to be able to lead my life according to the Torah perspective. And Bezrat Hashem, we should have a Kabbalah Satorah Mitz Hashem. 
and uh, should only bring Mitz Hashem the Geula Shleimah being here the Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Rob. Okay, I hope. Um, Qu- I hope quick question: we... What do we need Urim Vatumim then? I'm sorry. Urim Vatumim. What do we need them for to decide everything ourselves? Again, th- those were those questions were asked: Should I go to war? Not go to war? And they, you know, that was. Uh, national questions, things of, of that perspective. Still ours. Still for us to decide. Uh, again, uh, Hashem can... It's not... That's not Torah. That's not Torah. In other words, okay. what the halacha is, what the halacha is that we have to decide. Whether or not uh, I'll be victorious in war, I won't be victorious in war. Should I wage war today? Should I not wage war today? That's not a Torah question. That's a, uh, I want to know, well, I have Siata Deshmaya. I understand that what? That the only way I'm going to win a war is if I have Siata Deshmaya. So I, I can ask the Yom will we have Siata Deshmaya if we got to fight this battle? If I won't, so then I'm not going to go. But that's not defining the Torah and halacha. That, that's not a halacha question. That is a, like I say, a, a national question, things of that nature. So that I have a right to ask. Then we had the right to ask the Yom would connect and get the Yom to tell you what to do. Even though Ellie used it to find out if Chana was drunk or not for personal Allah reason? In other words, he claimed that what he said, what are you doing here? You're you know you're you're not uh, he used the wrong tumor. Okay. I understand. I understand. Right? Okay. Very good. Okay everyone so have a wonderful Yantif and Bezrit Hashem we will uh, Resume two on days, Sunday, Mitzvah Shem. Two days for you, like for us. We all this year. We're all doing the same. Two right. days. Well, yeah, correct. But you're you're missing out on Shabbos. Your parsha. You've been behind the parsha. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Have a wonderful yontif, everyone. And Mitzvah Shem, we'll pick up on Sunday. Bezrat Hashem. Take care.